0: So um, so the title of my sermon is Oceans Deep. As you know, we just did a song called Oceans. And if you actually pay attention to the words, um, the song is basically about um, just having, you know, most of the ocean has not been explored. And so the ocean is pretty darn deep. Yeah. So having that amount of faith, the, like the amount of faith that you can't put a, limit, put a limit to. So yeah, it's up there. All right, so we're going to start off with a fun fact about children. Um, <laughs> I know, a little odd place to do that. But, um, so kids pretty much put 100% of their faith in their parents. Their parents could say, go play, I don't know, fetch with an alligator. And you know what? That kid can go over there and play fetch with alligator. Um, I was talking to Matt, and he was telling me about how um, one of his daughters, like as a toddler, she would just kind of go run into the pool. Like as long as they were out there, she's taking off and jumping into the pool. Because like, she knows that they're not going to let her drown. And, um, and it reminded me of when I was a kid and I first learned how to swim, I was at my uncle's pool party. And whenever my uncle was in the pool, man, I was out there. And then as soon as he get out, I was gone, because <laughs> look, I'm not about to be out there drowning. So um, the thing is, like as adults, you know, we, we start to lose that, like, not only in our parents, because we know our parents are humans, that they're not Superman and some things they just can't do. But we also have to remember to do that with God god isn't a human so those limitations that our parents have when we put put our faith in them those limitations don't exist when it comes to god so um as believers a lot of times when things get really rough we like to pep ourselves up we like to say you know i trust that god will bring me from this financial situation um i know god is my provider i have nothing to worry about as long as god is here with me and a lot of times we just kind of say that because we feel like if we say it then it's true so even though in my heart, I kind of, I don't know, God might not fix this problem for me. But we say it out loud because we feel like, if I say it, then God knows I mean it, even though in my heart, I really don't mean it. But the gag is, you cannot trick God. <laughs> like, it is impossible. Just because you're saying, I trust God 100%, and you feel feeling a different type of way, just because you say it I not mean that God going be like, oh, he trusts me. No. You know, First um, Samuel 16 and 7 says, people judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And, you know, um, when you say those things, when you say that you trust God, but you have a little doubt, God feels that you have that doubt. Um, you know, one of the um, a, a saying that my pastor once said was like, worrying shows a lack of trust in God. So when you worry about things, that's basically you saying, I can't figure this out, so i don't know what to do. Instead of knowing that if you rely on God, God will figure it out for you. So um, for scripture, we're going to look at Hebrews 11. Um, verses 1 through 3. And it says, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see through their faith, the people in days of old, and the good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. So that first little chunk is literally what the Bible just defines faith as. You know, faith is the relative of what is hoped for and is the evidence of what we cannot see. So with that scripture, I actually came up with three points. And the first point is that faith is a sense. So you know you can hear things, you can taste things, see things, feel things, smell things. Um, with faith, it's kind of well with the other senses, you know, if, if I touch this stand, I know this stand is here. If I see Anna, I know Anna is right there. If I smell I don't know. I don't like to smell all kinds of crazy things. But if I smell a pizza, I know a pizza's there or some really good, I don't know, Columbus. or something. Um, so the thing is with faith, if I have faith in God, I know God is there. So if I have faith in God, I know that He He's who He says He is throughout the entirety of the Bible. You know that the Bible is literally, like the best way to get to know God, the Bible will tell you everything there is to know about Him. It will tell you everything that he's promised us, everything that he plans to do for us, everything that he did for um, people in the past, Um, good examples of when people have went through things and you're going through the same thing. That's literally just kind of a God for you to get through it. And my second point was faith doesn't contradict reason. It simply stretches far beyond it. So just think about it. Um, We as humans, we like to think that we're smart and we like to be logical and um, we just love to make things make sense. And there are some humans that love to make things make sense, and they like to take that credit from God. So once they make it make sense, they're like, oh, I just made it make sense. But it's really, no, you didn't make nothing make sense. <laughs> it's all God. It's, um, and an example I have today is like, um, you know, there's the Bible. And, you know, people always say, the Bible is, you know, a bunch of books written by a bunch of people. They literally sat down and they wrote the Bible which is true, there were a bunch of people who wrote a bunch of books in the Bible. But by faith, we expand upon that logic that humans wrote the Bible, and we believe that those humans were inspired by God, that basically God gave them the words to put in that Bible. So even though logically we know that humans sat down and wrote the Bible, we also know that God played the biggest role in writing that Bible. And then the second um, example I have here is You know, Ana just talked about how we broke college students, and instantly every time somebody says something about being a broke college student, I think about my ties. And, you know, you're supposed to give 10% to your church, and human reasoning would think, I just gave 10% to this church. I don't know what they about to do with it, but now (laughs) I'm 10% broker than I was. I was already broke, (laughs) and now I just got 10% broken. And, you know, um, logically speaking, us being the people that we are, we think, yeah, I literally just gave 10% of my money away, so now I have 10% less. But by faith, we stretch, up, like stretch that reasoning out a little more, and even though technically, physically you have 10% less and you only have 90%, by faith, we believe that, that 90% will actually stretch out further than what the 100% could ever. That's right. So even That's though right. um, That's good. That's good. if you give your tithes and they say you know, it'll come back to you, that don't always mean it's going to come back to you with more money. Mm-hmm. Like, I just gave 10% of my tithes, I didn't know this, but my car is on the verge of just collapsing, breaking down. <laughs> which it is. <laughs> and think like, of if I didn't give my ties, who knows that car could have broke down. And now there's more money that I got to spend. And that 100% that I kept really didn't do anything for me because I still can't afford to get this car fixed. But if I'm, I gave my 10% because I 100% trust in God, and God just kept my car from falling apart. Even though physically He didn't give me more money than I had, but He saved me more than I had. Yeah. If that makes sense. And um, that brings me to point three. I'm breathing on through this. So third point is that faith brings victory. And by that, it just simply means, you know, when um, I'm in the battle, I'm having a really hard time, whether it's financial, emotional, um, school, whatever. um, And I have faith that God will deliver me through these things. I actually believe that he will, like, help me win those battles. Like, I don't have to worry about it. There's like, okay, here's a quick story. Um, so first, sem- or yeah, first semester of this year, so I guess last semester I should say, um, I owed U of M like $900. <laughs> I know, go through this every semester, done. <laughs> I owed them like $900. And I was, like they emailed me, I was like, hey bro, this is the week before class starts. They're like, hey bro, you know, um, we're about to scratch you with classes. <laughs> and, and you know, it woke me up, like that notification woke me up, and I was knocked out. And I looked at their phone, and I was like, God got it. <laughs> I put that phone right back down. I put it right back down. And then I go back to sleep. About 30 minutes later, another day, I wake up. Y'all AT&T, they email me, saying they finna cut my phone off. And y'all, my mama and my stepdad are on my line. So if I come, in, they come. my phone, I can be found out a phone. But my mama go like raise all kinds of stuff if she finds out. I don't let her phone get turned off. So um so yeah, and I look at that and I'm like, hey, not again. <laughs> God got it. <laughs> and like before I went back to sleep that time, I said, you know, I keep saying that, but let me pray. I I just wanna like let God know that I actually believe him for that he's gonna provide me, provide for these things. And I said my prayer and um I just say at the end of the story, my phone did get turned off, my classes did not get deleted, I was able to go to school. And I can tell you I didn't just get a lump sum of money out of nowhere. Like when I tell you I truly believe God took care of those things for me. And it's not like even if he doesn't give you the money to pay for it, if he gave you the idea to get an extension, I still think that's God helped me out. <laughs> I still believe that that's God. <laughs> but yeah, so I believe that faith brings victory. It's like um like, do y'all think that Abraham would have left his family or even took his son on Mount Moriah ready to sacrifice him if he didn't have 100% <coughs> faith in God? No. Come and his victory was literally the birth of a nation. Like, like Abraham's bloodline, like, shot far. <laughs> it still is. Like, do you think that um, David would have fought Goliath if he didn't have 100% faith in God? He literally said it, like God helped me beat up some lions and some bears, all kinds of stuff. Like I know God got me. This man is not a lion or a bear.
1: <laughs> and of
0: course his victory was, um, you know, he he saved his people. Like his people were free from um, the enemy. And Noah, if somebody just came and told me, hey bro, you need to build the biggest boat that there is. Like it's about to rain and rain and rain. You need to build this boat. Now time to tell them think they are crazy. Like I'm like, nah. I'm, first I don't know how to build a boat. Um, I'm not gonna build a boat. <laughs> But being that Noah knew it was God, and he had 100% faith in God, he built that boat. And guess what? He lived through all that rain when everybody was busy. And um, even like touching a little bit on, on last week's um, message with Hosea, like you think if he didn't have 100% faith in God, he would have married a prostitute? No. And like even though like that story seems like a very tragic story, because he had to marry a prostitute and deal with that, it still showed him, firsthand the love that God has for His people. It's like a lot of people don't get to experience that. So even though it doesn't seem like a victory, that was a really big victory. A lot of people still need to find out about the love that God has for us. And like right here at this part, we're actually gonna play a little game. Um, I need two volunteers. I'm bad at decisions, I'm sorry. This is. Okay, actually, I'm not gonna pick you guys because you did the game last time. I'm gonna pick Anthony and Brandon. That's Yeah, come up to the stage, actually. Yeah. Uh, um, I need a bunch of random stuff. I need this, but you're gonna put it over your So, just the behind it's gonna make sense in a 2nd I, I guess I should have had this set up on <laughs> um, See if I can, I don't know what this is. Oh. <laughs> So, Anthony, I want you to come right here, and my oh boy Frank, I want you right here. So the objective of this game is, Anthony's going to cover his eyes up, and he's going to have to navigate through all this. I'm going to move it around once you, I'm cover your eyes up, because he just walked through it. And your job is to direct him through all of this stuff that's on the floor, okay? Y'all ain't got, y'all don't believe he can do it? Alright, you can turn around. (laughs) so tell them where to go. Like tell them what step to take. Take a step forward and then take a step to the left. Like shuffle step, side step. Take a half a step back to the right. <laughs> okay, and then like a quarter step back to the right. And then walk forward. Another step. Another step. Another step. Go fluid Appreciate. All right, cool. Appreciate it. You have <laughs> Oh, yeah. I I thought it was my wallet. Never mind. Don't much steal my wallet. It's up there. (laughs) Alright, so let's talk about the purpose in that game. Can y'all tell me who y'all think God was? (laughs) take take a wild guess. Who do y'all think God was? (laughs) Exactly. God was Brandon. Who who do y'all think D'Anthony represented? Yeah, the rest of us. So, here's a few points about that game. So, D'Anthony was blindfolded, and... If you're blindfolded and you're trying to navigate through something, and somebody's, I guess, trying to help you, in your mind you, you might not be all the way in, like trusting that person that's, navigate, that's helping you navigate through it. And I'm sure you're probably terrified. But the fact that you follow their directions anyway, because the other kid just said, "No, I'm standing here. I'm not. If I don't move, I'm not going to run into anything," which is true. He wouldn't run into anything if you don't move. But say if we had a prize at the end, you know, God be having stuff for us at the end when we obey him but um sometimes like faith is simply obeying i heard a um, pastor in Atlanta say that and that really like stuck with me because even those times when you're not 100% in because like i'm preaching about having 100% faith in god when i know i don't have 100% faith in god all the time it's like literally impossible we all come short of that so even when you don't have that faith in god simply obeying him shows that you have faith and the second point is um when he was blindfolded and, he was, and Brandon was like, take a quarter step here and you know, I'll take a whole step here. Like in your mind, you're thinking, what if I step too far? or What if, what if I don't step enough? But think about it, if you, um, if you step in, if, you t- if you're taking small steps, what is Brandon going to say? Take another small step. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the end of the world. If you, take a two, if you, if you start to take too big a step, if Brandon saw G. Anthony bust one of these <laughs> and the right in front of him, Brandon would like, say, no, wait. And all he had to do was come back. So, like, don't be scared of, I guess, going too far and not going far enough. Because if you're going too far, God will direct you back. If you don't go far enough, God will tell you where to go. And the third point is, when the blindfolded person gets to the end, think about it. Do you think DeAnthony was like, I did. Like, I had that all on me, like, no help at all. No, DeAnthony instantly thought, Brandon got me through this. And I feel like, as Christians, we have to be that way. When we have victories, you can't just like, yeah. Um, I passed that test. I did it. I studied. That was all me. I listened in class. I'm a, a good student. No, you gotta, you gotta give those things to God. Any victory that you have, you have to give that to God. Like you have to let God know that you appreciate Him. And um, a simple like call for us generally as Christians, like we have to, we have to start putting our faith in God, and we have to activate our relationship with Him. Because you can't put your faith into somebody you don't know. So by reading the Bible and learning about what God likes, what God doesn't like, and you learn about all the things he's capable of, you learn about the promises that he's made you, you learn about the things that he can deliver you from, when you know all that, then you can put your faith in God. And that, like, that even goes for like us leaders or even just regular students who are discipling people, meeting with people. When you're discipling somebody and you, just, you keep giving them advice, just trust God, just trust God. How can they trust God if they don't know God? So before you just continue to jump in, you just got to trust God. All, these, all this stuff will go away. Encourage them to learn about God. Help them learn about God. Like um, When I um, disciple some guys, I give them something to read, and I say, I'll read it with you. Even though I've read this 12 times, I know what to say. <laughs> I'm going to read it with you. Because it's like when people do things with you, you're more inclined to do it. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just a challenge. And I just want you all to kind of just imagine. What if if we all just found out how to put all of our faith in God? Like imagine how prosperous we'd be not even just like as Chi Alpha students, but just as believers in, in like total if we had the faith to just go share our faith with people. Like the the little story I just told y'all about when I didn't know how I was going to pay for classes or get my phone bill paid. I've shared that story so many times. You know, people are like, huh. So sometimes it's really like your testimony that will bring people to want to learn more about God. And you really won't I guess, get delivered through your testimony if you don't have faith in God. Like, you have to put your faith in him. You have to believe that he'll get you through the things that he says he'll get you through. Because those things are what become your testimony. And that, that's what becomes, like, literally your most powerful way to evangelize the people. Your most powerful way to win people over. And I just want to take some time to pray over that. Um, actually, I do have, I have one more slide, don't I? Yeah, there yeah, it is. You already yeah. have up there. So, um, you know, we did Oceans, and you all know the title of the sermon was Oceans Deep. And whenever I find myself, like, lacking, like, I just don't know what I'm going to do, I literally pray the bridge of oceans. Because if you just sit there and look at the words, like, it say, Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters, wherever you will call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. And I will sing that over and over and over and over again. And I say, there's so much power in just asking God to help you with, um, with your faith. So I just want to take the time to pray over everybody um, for our faith, so if you can bow your heads. Um, dear God, I just want to thank you for allowing us to be here today. Um, I just want to thank you for allowing us to want to learn more about you and want to seek to have a better relationship with you. Um, I want to pray that you can help us trust you more. Um, I want to pray that you can help us not rely as much on ourselves and start to rely on you. I pray that you can help us win our battles, but don't let us think that we won our battles. Remind us that you won our battles. I just want to pray that you can give us the faith to share you with others. I just pray that you can continue to deliver us from things, to build our testimony, to allow us to share with others what you've done for us and to win souls over, dear God. I just pray that you continue to remind us that it's not about the people you invite to Kyle for, it's not about the people that you invite to church, it's about the souls that have been saved, the souls that are marked down in heaven, dear God. And I just want to pray that you just help each and every one of us just continue to seek you and find you. I want to pray for those who haven't put their trust in Jesus. I just want to pray that you put the urge on their hearts to come and find you and seek you. And I just want to thank you for everything that you do for us, all the wins, all the losses. And I just pray that you continue to lead us like the the God was when he was blindfolded. Just continue to tell us where to go. And I pray that you continue to give us the strength to follow you even when we're not shared, where that still may lead us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So yeah, that's all I got for y'all. Thank y'all for coming.